0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are now in Chapter 24 of the Book of Acts, looking at Chapter 1. Even though the murderous plot of the Jews in Jerusalem failed, and that's Acts Chapter 23, verses 12 through 15, Paul's enemies persist in trying to kill him. They travel the 60 miles from Jerusalem to Caesarea, the Roman center of government, to try to bring their false false accusations against Paul. So let's listen to Acts chapter 24, verse 1, read right from today's New International Version. Five days later, the high priest Ananias went down to Caesarea with some of the elders and a lawyer named Tertullus, and they brought their charges against Paul before the governor. Again, Acts chapter 24, 24, verse, verse 1, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that's Acts chapter 24, verse 1, read from today's New International Version. Paul is now in Rome, which is where he wanted to be, and which is where uh, Jesus told him that he would be. And uh, according to the commentaries, and this is from uh, Life Application Study Bible, the next three chapters provide a look into, a look at, an interesting trio of politicians. And we're going to start with Governor Felix in this chapter. Then we'll see Festus and Agrippa. All three were t- uh, at the top of their profession, holding significant offices in the Roman re- uh, regime, regime that dominated all their world. All three uh, were known as intelligent, effective leaders. All three came face face to face with the gospel of Jesus Christ through the testimony of none other than Apostle Paul. And remember, uh, Jesus told him in the vision that he would speak to kings, and he is going to start in this chapter, and all three we will find out as we go through the end of chapter Uh, the end of the book of Acts, which has 28 chapters, and we're in chapter 24, that all three rejected Christ as their Lord and Savior. So let's listen to what the commentary has to say. Commentaries have to say about verse 1 of chapter 24. After five days, Ananias the high priest descended from Jerusalem with the elders to Caesarea the high priest with elders and members of the Sanhedrin came down, not merely as accusers, but uh, by the order of the chief captain, willingly of their own accord, to vindicate themselves and their people, lest they should fall under the displeasure of the Roman government for encouraging pandemonium and riots. And we read in other places that that was not, they did not, uh, the Roman government did not put up with that. They liked peace. The high priest must uh, be conscious to himself that he had acted in an illegal manner in ordering Paul to be smitten in the mouth in the midst of the council in the presence of the chief captain. And of course, the captain wasn't Jewish, so he did not know what was going on. And if he had, um, if it had not been for the captain and the soldiers, Paul would have been pulled to pieces in the council, as he would have been in the temple. And the elders knew that what uh, hand they had in a conspiracy against Paul's life. And they were, uh, they knew, obviously, that the plot was discovered. And Paul was secretly moved away from the um, temple, from the uh, garrison or the prison where he was, under the cover of night to protect him and to save his life. So they knew that they had some, their hands were all over all of this. But then we have to look at the hand of God who is controlling all and protecting Paul and making sure that he did uh, get away alive to Rome, which is where God wants him to be, to uh, spread the gospel. So they had to make sure they followed instructions and made it to Caesarea to present their case. And they wanted to make sure that they could get Paul condemned for crimes he did not commit. The Jewish leadership, Ananias, who was the high priest, and the elders, also brought a man named Tertullus, a skilled lawyer, and they said also he was considered probably a great um, uh, eloquent orator. But they brought him to present their case before um, the Romans, you know, before the council, Because he knew, well, before uh, Governor Felix, because he knew, or he might know, Roman or Greek language, or both, which the Jews did not know very well, and they didn't understand as well. And that he was probably acquainted with all forms of Roman courts of judicature. Therefore, they took him with them to open and plead their case. They gave evidence to the governor against paul setting forth his crimes and declaring themselves as accusers they appeared in the open court against paul and accused him the presence of all three ananias the elders and the skilled lawyer at the court of felix reminds us of how serious the jewish leadership was about obtaining a conviction against Paul. Let's pray. Father, as we do every day, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, for the Apostle Paul. We thank you for his ministry, that because of his ministry, we have a great deal of the uh, New Testament. And we have a greater understanding of what your will uh, is for us through your word. So we thank you for that. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. So many needs, even as I think of the people whose names were called tonight in our um, women's ministry group. You know what their needs are, Father. You know what their names are. Father, uh, we're touching and agreeing on what those needs are. That you do hear and you will answer prayers. And we're thanking you for that. Praying for those in the mission fields. Keep them safe, Father, from hurt, harm, and danger. Protect everything that pertains to them. Praying for those who need you for whatever other needs there might be. In the name of Jesus. Those who've lost everything, those who've lost family members, those who've lost their job, those who've lost even their hope, we pray for them, Father. Restore the joy of their salvation in the name of Jesus. Restore what the locusts have eaten eaten in the name of Jesus. Restore whatever has been taken from them one hundredfold and even more. In the name of Jesus and bless God as you restore. And um, you said that you you give blessings and you don't add curses to them. So we're praying and thanking you in advance for that promise. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.